This is your Daily Dose, and I'm Nick. Welcome. This is one of my favorite types of episodes where my amazingly brilliant podcast partner, Bob, introduces a concept that blows my mind a little bit more every time I think about it. After almost five decades of feeling like I had to become somebody, I get a little dose of advice on becoming nobody. Enjoy. You know what Ram Dass is? Who? Ram Dass? Ram Dass. Ram Dass. Sounds familiar. He's like a... He was like a spiritual guru okay. from the 70s. He's just shown up in conversations uh, a lot lately. My friend Kyle Johnson mentioned him to me recently. Kyle runs uh, Lighthouse Center Florida, mm-hmm. which is uh, an amazing nonprofit organization that caters towards visually impaired people. He's like 200 employees working uh, through oh, his wow. different organizations. And all the visually impaired. Yeah. yeah. yeah they, I mean, they do all kinds, of, all kinds of different work and stuff. But he's really into Ram Das. And has been pushing me toward a documentary that I have yet to watch, but I've I've seen some quotes from it uh, called "Becoming Nobody," and the whole essence is removing yourself uh, from the expectations of being you. And he describes it as you know, you know, you know, I, we get together and I tell you things that reinforce your perception of who you are, and you tell me things that reinforce my perception of who I am, and then we walk away happy. Yeah, you know, but those things aren't real. And, and the essence is that it's better to be nobody than to try to be somebody with all these expectations attached to you. And I, I'm fascinated huh. by it. He's, he's very much like a, a Rumi or a, a Thich Nhat Hanh kind of a, a, a spiritual dude. I don't know his exact uh, aesthetic or his, his uh, platform, but, but I found it kind of interesting. I wasn't sure if maybe you had income. No, I hadn't, but I'm curious, is that the same as uh being someone else or attempting to be someone else being someone you're not yeah i think that's the essence of it i think the essence is that us trying to be anybody is us ending up being somebody we're not so it's you know whether it's i really want to emulate this person or i really want to be quote unquote the best version of myself so i'm going to act this way even though this is not what i would naturally do right and i think it talks about putting layers on top of yourself yeah. And those layers end up separating us from each other. I had a fascinating lunch with a, a real estate guru guy named Dan Pacheco. And he's just a cool, funky guy, all kinds of style hats and bandanas and stuff. And he's working with real estate professionals to get them motivated and to get them really loving what they do. And, uh, and he introduced this concept to me. He didn't use these words, but these are the words that came out of my head. Skinless. You know, removing the barriers between you and everything else, hmm. right? And I love this concept. As you know, you're here talk of Buddha, talking of uh, oneness, right? Yeah, becoming one with the universe. And I think that's what this skinless concept is. It's saying, how do you become one with everything around you? Well, you have to remove the barriers. And what are our barriers to each other? Actually, it's our skin. It's our flesh. The stuff inside could intermingle and connect if we didn't have these skin barriers between us. So, and maybe I'm still trying to figure out if this is on the same point, but like when you're younger, mm. you want to, you emulate other people because you don't know how to be yet. Yeah. Yeah. And you pick the traits that you want. You, right. know, you try to, you try to emulate, emulate it, or. It's your dad. Them. It's your yeah. first boss. It's the, your friend or, you know, somebody that uh, is peer pressuring you. Um, Cause that's always fun <laughs> exactly. and easy. But yeah, so is it, it's along those lines is taking that away or recognizing that sometimes 
your traits and your habits and your uh, the way you act is more in line with uh, uh, like outside forces than what you would inter- your internal tendencies. Yeah. And how do you find your way if you're tracing somebody else's line? Yeah. You know, and I used to, I used to say to audience a lot that, you know, this life is original art. It's got to be. It's not paint by number. And if you hand the brushes to somebody else, shame on you. Because the original art that you could be will never be because you handed it to somebody else. Right, right. But it takes guts, right, to be you. And because we don't actually know who we are. And so it's an exploration in public to figure out who am I and, and what's, what am I bringing to this experience, you know? I was thinking about that. So I think it, it, it is very similar to something that recently happened or something I was reminded of is me trying to be other people mm-hmm. when I was younger. And, you know, I worked at Night Images. So the two people I had there as the owners and the bosses were Jim Hobart, yeah. who is one of the most earnest, kindest, generous, smartest, all of these. Uh, you could go guy, on, and on. I agree completely. And would give you the shirt off his back to help you. And Mike Hinn, who is charisma right. personified. He is. Like the seventh son of a family of preachers, essentially. Right. Like every one of his brothers became uh, either an evangelist or a pastor or something like that. And he's the same. Yeah. He's got and that so, spirit. He, he, nobody is not Mike Hinn's friend. Right. And I, I couldn't do that, but I was reminded this again because I was up in New York visiting my friend who is honestly like on the, the pinnacle of human beings, Mark Fiore started a company when he was younger. It's wildly successful and he is always there for everyone. He's throwing these parties because he's all, you know, this, uh, this particular party has been on going on for 25 years. And wow. every year it's a little bit more like to make sure that everybody's having a good time. Um, and all these other things he does good in the community and for his employees and all this other stuff. And so like seeing the way he was a host for these things, I tried to do it here because yeah. I wanted to be Mark. Yeah. And it failed. <laughs> it failed. I had this restaurant. We were going to do a pig roast at the restaurant and it was going to be Monday night football and I was gonna invite everybody and just throw in, you know, just yeah. throw in a couple of bucks if you want. And yeah, barely got anybody to show up. Oh, yeah, because I'm not Mark Fiore and right. I'm not Mike Hennon. I'm right. not Jim Hobart. Thank God, because we already have those guys. Right, right. We but don't you, need those. I guys. think though you can. I think there's a difference between emulating someone and and stealing the spirit of what they're bringing to the situation. Wait, how do you steal the spirit of them? It, Is it, it, a, it takes a voodoo doll. Okay, and it takes us. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about that offline because okay, I don't so, want to yeah. know. <laughs> the bottom line is it really does. I mean, y- you have to be able to get to the essence of what it was that you really want from that, right? What you wanted wasn't to be the host of great parties like Mark, but you wanted to be someone who was seen as caring enough to create a great experience for your yeah. friends. And, you know, and maybe that wasn't your medium, but that little piece is something. So I, 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 <laughs> I love that you're so self-aware that you know the people you take these different traits from. Oh yeah, you know it's a it's a it's a, it's a inter- interesting note taking. It makes me want to pay attention to who I'm actually looking at and going. Oh, I, I want to be like that person in this way and that person in this yeah. way. Yeah, but I do think in some instances I've actually done that. I pulled it off. Hey friends, it's Bob. It's good to have friends like Kyle and Dan and Nick, these human beings who introduce me to new ideas, new approaches, and new philosophies. I feel like conversations like these are probably what led to periods in history like the Renaissance and the Industrial Revolution. 
The sparks flew when very different people got together in the same room and shared and inspired each other to think and act differently. Good stuff. Let's keep doing that. Thanks for listening to your Daily Dose. We're glad you tuned in. We'll catch you next time.